0: everyone, welcome back to the Triune Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. My guest for this episode is Jessica Worktorl. Jessica Wartorle is actually my neighbor. She owns a horse farm where she boards horses and her and her husband own several other businesses. They are successful entrepreneurs, but now Jessica Worktorl has decided to take a step into the field of becoming a life coach. Jessica is the first life coach I've ever met. I actually haven't had a clear definition of what it means to be a life coach, but I had her on the podcast to talk about what inspired her to take up this journey. She wants to, for one, coach herself along with coaching others, but two, she just simply wants to create an opportunity for people to uh, go on a journey that she wishes that she would have been able to go on in her younger years. And along with that, we have just dove on to the, uh, you know, subject of life coaching, um, you know, uh, making life changes, whether it's gradual and subtle or drastic and dramatic. But either way, it was a very interesting conversation. I learned a lot from it, and um, I think the field of life coaching has a lot to offer, and I think Jessica Worktile also has a lot to offer as well you want to find jessica worktorial she is on instagram at grace hill coaching the profile is life coach for change and her primary um her primary individual that she wishes to consult is um, women that are her age or younger women women that are basically taking the similar steps in life that she did And she wants to go on a journey with them to make sure that they are asking themselves the right questions and challenging themselves in the right ways. So, without further ado, let's get to the episode. But before that, be sure to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and other social media platforms. Be sure to subscribe to uh, our podcast on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts and other platforms. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube and uh, follow us. From there and just keep up with what we're doing because obviously this podcast is uh, my passion and I hope that uh, obviously the conversations that we have on here bless you and are refreshing. So thank you all for listening uh, thus far and giving your support. If you want to support any more, you can go to my donation page at uh, patreon.com slash Shadburn or you can actually click on the link in my bio and go to the website page for the podcast and donate to the podcast on a regular basis as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. This is Jessica Worktural, and this is the Triune Podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I am here with Jessica Wartorl. Thank you for coming on the show. Absolutely. Uh, Jessica is my neighbor, actually, and uh, you board horses, and your husband is an entrepreneur, does various amounts of things, but recently you have decided to become a life coach. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, with that being said, you're the first life coach that I've ever met in my life. So. Uh, I actually just, I think it's really cool that even now, like you've decided to, you know, make a change into diving into a passion and that passion is becoming a life coach. So I would just love to be able to, uh, get the story of why and what it is exactly that you're going to be doing as a life coach. So thank you again for coming on the show.
1: Absolutely. But,
0: uh, yeah, if you could just tell the audience a little bit about yourself and then, you know, we'll peel apart what it means to be a life coach.
1: Okay. Okay. Well, um, I I guess it all started with um, my high school or grade school into high school into college athletics. Mm -hmm. Um, I played competitive sports all through that time, ended up in a full um, scholarship to college playing volleyball. So, I always had coaches hmm. during that time peri- period when it had to do with volleyball. Yeah. So, coaching was um, something that I was used to. I knew all that sort of stuff. and. Uh, Kyle and I met in college, and he was a college athlete as well. Um, and we just, both our parents were entrepreneurs. They had their own businesses that they ran um, our whole lives. And we knew, both of us, getting out of college, that we that's what we wanted to do. Um, we start, both started in corporate America, but um, quickly were actually... Uh, when we, the month we graduated, we started in a network marketing business mm. and grew that for, um, I guess it was a, we were actively growing it for seven or eight years yeah. and grew it to a substantial level to the point that it replaced my income. Nice. So when we, um, started having kids, I had the choice to, um, not have to work a nine to five job. So, um, at that point that gave us some flexibility, some extra money, different things like that. Um, and our next goal was to get Kyle out of corporate America. Mm. So we dabbled in multiple different, um, businesses and ended up, um, starting a, uh, service business in the cleaning floor cleaning industry with Kyle's parents, Mm um, I guess it was around it was 10 years ago actually that we started it and um, in the meantime before that when I was home with my kids which was probably about seven years before we started the cleaning business Mm -hmm. I was a bookkeeping bookkeeper I kept books for multitude of businesses and I did that on the you know on top of staying home with the kids I created income myself um, for many years um, so we started the cleaning business. I supported Kyle on that hundred percent. He was working nights while he was selling during the day, um, wow. for his full-time income. And we did that and he was very successful in sales. He was one of those salesperson <laughs> that could sell I, ice to an Eskimo.
0: Personally, knowing <laughs> Kyle, I, I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: And he bounced around a little bit to different kinds of organizations and really never felt That he was in the right place but knew he had the skill of selling yeah um so he you know he excelled he was always the top salesman wherever he was um and that really bought us time to figure out what we were going to do um and um, the cleaning business took off Mm -hmm. quickly um and within two and a half years kyle left corporate america And, uh, we were full time in the service industry. Um, and I supported that worked as much as I could on top of, I had bookkeeping clients at the time too. Um, he had done another sales job that he left, but I took over at home on a part-time basis. So we Mm -hmm. were, we have juggled multitude of things. Yeah. From the very beginning, um, it's kind of, um, I guess, and I'll get to this probably later in the podcast. What logically made sense to us, yeah, um, but it all—it wasn't necessarily what my heart wanted to do, mm. but it made sense on paper. Okay. So that's kind of what led me to the decisions I've made recently. Yeah. Is um, we were very good at making very good logical decisions that yeah. made sense for most people would be like, well, why wouldn't you do that? Um, So we grew that business. Like I said, we're in year 10 currently and we've grown it substantially year after year. And, um, We bought his parents out of the business about four years ago, and um, his sister and my brother-in-law have come into the business, too, and are big parts and big players in the business, too. Hmm. Um, And it's been a good business. Not to say it's been easy, for sure, but it's been uh, something good for us and and, um, has uh, logically made sense for us, and it is... Um, also provided a lifestyle that um, that we were after at the time. You know, something yep. that we thought was success right. or um, what made sense for us and our family. Yeah, so. yeah.
0: It provided security and stability mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, freedom in that sense. Yep, yep. Okay.
1: And it also, we, I dabbled um, with... M- a couple other businesses in the interim. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been, uh, my role at the service industry after my son went into kindergarten. When he was five years old, which was about eight years ago, I committed to Extreme and I started working, not ever on a full-time basis, but definitely more so, much more deeply involved right. in the day-to-day operations. Um, and I've been acting as the visionary for the business. I also keep the books, do the HR um and manage kind of a a little bit of a high level operations there too. So, um, I kind of have worn multitude of hats, Whatever is needed to be done Mm -hmm. and whatever no one else wanted to do. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I've kind of filled in the gap over the years. Yeah. So, and, um, also played with some real estate stuff and got into some rental prop, residential rental property and, um, kind of really was searching for something Mm -hmm. that, um, i wasn't able to find but kept creating these pods of businesses that that i thought would make me happy
0: yeah so it was like uh somewhat internally you kept trying to look for that niche that was really going to pull that passion out of you yep so it seems like now you've had almost like a revelation of what that is yeah okay
1: yeah 2020 kind of was um it was an interesting year and and I'm sure it's been that way for most people listening to this. Biggest
0: but... roller coaster ever for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got married and announced that you know I was having a baby and stuff and <laughs> also the pandemic right right, but, right.
1: Yeah. so it kind of all came to a head for me honestly okay. my kids were home they needed me um the service industry was um taking a pretty good hit mm-hmm. with us so the business needed me um our rental property um a lot of the renters were struggling they needed me yeah um the farm, you know, it's a constant uh, work, as you know, right, right. Uh, just kind of keeping up with that and making sure everything's smooth and looking nice and all the animals are happy. Yeah. Um, that's where I wanted to be was, uh, you know, around the, the animals, which I got a lot of, to be yeah. honest with you. 2020 was a good thing for me because yeah. I was able to stay home <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, and enjoy my kids. I mean, just them being around, but mm-hmm. they needed me. And I just felt just a tug from a million different directions,, yep. and I couldn't ever do anything right mm-hmm. in any of those areas because i was I finally felt like I was just stretched too thin yeah and kind of almost you know hit a breaking point of what am I doing
0: right? <laughs> yeah. What
1: is this for? Uh, who am I helping? Who am I benefiting? What is this all about? Right. Because we had we had reached a high level of success on paper mm-hmm. but um, inside me and yep. emotionally it wasn't you know I wasn't yep. happy. I was running ragged I was. never finishing my to-do list i was disappointed with myself every day my kids were struggling and needed more support and i couldn't give that to them so in all these areas i was in my mind at the time felt like i was just a failure you know and um you know that's kind of where it kind of started the search of what, what am I doing? Right. Why, why, why am I doing this? I yeah. just started asking a lot of questions. And then so. probably,
0: uh, it sounds like from a lot of those questions you were asking yourself, you were probably having that revelation too, that a lot of other people were doing that as well. Mm-hmm. Just cause we all got tripped up yep. this year. Mm-hmm. Like there was, there's something about, you know, what happened this year, not just with how you know we had to operate around a pandemic but it was as if we had such a big momentum going Mm -hmm. in a lot of areas that we tripped over like just a a small bump and it all collapsed on top of us yep we were juggling all these things and sprinting Mm -hmm. and we just didn't slow down we just crashed absolutely wow so so then you start asking yourself these questions and I'm guessing it it led to yep. you know this revelation. How did this come about? I
1: actually decided to take about a six week hiatus out of mm. everything. I walked out of the office. I said, "I'll see y'all in six weeks." <laughs>
0: wow! Did you um, go anywhere? Did you travel? No, nope, I just went home? stayed
1: home. And okay. honestly. That time of year, July, August time frame at the farm is a perfect opportunity for me to stay home and yeah, for real. and just enjoy my kids and spend more time with them and, you know, get ahead on some projects we had planned for the summer and honestly just have some quiet time and be able to just pay attention to my mind yeah <laughs> and pay attention to the universe and pay attention to God and just slow, slow myself down enough. Hmm because i never slowed down it was always how many i mean i had these balls that i was juggling every mm-hmm. single day yeah. and i never had a minute to just stop and think about what question myself first of all on emotions or feelings or thoughts that i had or just wonder what do i want or mm-hmm. what what am i doing here what is the purpose of all of this you know at the end of the day um and I dived into um podcast, mm-hmm. I read books, I did everything that I always wanted to do, but just never took the time to do for myself. Mm-hmm. And um I hired a coach nice. at the same time frame. And she really questioned me on some hard questions that I had never really asked myself. Mm-hmm. And um kind of encouraged me to stop. Even if it's 10 minutes a day, five minutes a day, just take some time for yourself. Put you first, quit, um, being the fixer, the doer for everyone else, because at the end of the day, you're, you're wiped out and there's nothing. I mean, you don't even pay attention to what's going on around you. Mm. So she really opened my eyes. And, um, to be honest with you, when I hired a coach, I had no intention of being a life coach. Mm. Um, I just knew I was on a journey and a path that I needed to unlock me right. and figure out what is going on inside of me. What have, mm. what things that I need to change? Because most, most of the days I felt like I was a groundhog day.
0: Oh yeah. You know,
1: it was just the cycle that yeah. I just continued to, and I'd hit the same wall Yep, and then I'd, get mad at kyle for the same thing that i got mad at him two weeks ago and it was just the same circle that never ended yeah um so i just kind of stopped and started paying attention to that things i started to become more aware of what was going on around me
0: so basically like this life coach she challenged you like with questions that you know, like you just said, you've you've never asked yourself before. Did it feel like when you had the opportunity to dive into those questions that you kind of just started to understand a whole other facet of life that you had never really addressed before?
1: Yep, yep. I mean, I I mean, we went back to um, talking about my childhood, even yeah. and talking about why I would react a certain way in a situation or. Um, you know situations that would happen in my marriage we would discuss and really kind of talk through on why i thought those things or what feelings like i would tell her thoughts that i would have because i'm kind of an introvert and i really like to think and process and and um That's always been a big interest and, you know, something that's important to me, Mm -hmm. but I never really dug a little bit deeper as Mm -hmm. to what is the feeling behind that thought and why do I feel that way, you know, and where does it come from? Uh, They weren't difficult questions, really. It was just stopping and thinking... Well, where did that come from, and mm. why did you feel that way? And yeah. you know, just kind of challenging me more than anything to go a little bit deeper.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And, and did you did you find a a sense of liberation like after this after these sessions with this life coach?
1: Absolutely. So Every you feel week. like a,
0: There's kind of like a point A and a point B from before and after. And do you feel at this point B that?
1: I I think the point B is. When I'm in heaven. Wow. <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I think I'm on a journey that is endless. Okay. Honestly, I don't think there is a destination. Hmm. And to be honest with you, um I thought that there was a destination that Kyle and I were chugging. Just put your head down. Yeah. Work really hard,
0: and, and we're we get gonna there, get we...
1: there hmm. one day. Ten years, twenty years. Hey, let's retire early. Let's let's work really really hard, and then maybe at fifty. We wow. can take the the you know. Let's just keep your head down. We can just get a work.
0: boat and sail across it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Right. And that's yeah. and that really is not it. And yeah. and that's that's one of the biggest revelations that I've had is that I want to enjoy the journey of this path I'm on mm. every single day, no matter where I'm at, no matter what level.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm at. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Yeah. You know, it's the. It's the enjoying the every day, whether it's a good day, bad day, or indifferent. Um, yeah. I want to have that freedom, feel the freedom, and have the peace and joy through the journey, not necessarily trying to yeah. get to a certain destination.
0: And now you want to give that to other people. Absolutely. So is this you, you taking this step also to become a life coach for other people? <laughs> for those of you that are listening, my wife just walked in. Huh? Hey there, Wifey. But Hey. I just wanted to see if, is there an extra microphone or no? You can come sit here in a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Wifey's going to get all, you know, situated and then she might join us in the podcast. (laughs) But so, now that you want to do this for other people, is it a certain demographic of people that you want to do it for or just anybody?
1: Well, honestly, I'm after women like me. Okay. Uh, um, um, I, I saw a pattern. Um, my mom and I are v- v- similar in our paths, mm-hmm. um, and I'm sure I've kind of taken her example and and run with it. Mm-hmm. She, my dad's a veterinarian. Yeah. And my mom always ran his business and was super involved. She was the driver. She was the one that um, did all the things. My dad was an excellent vet, is an excellent vet, still practices. Um, But my mom was the business girl, lady. She was the one that ran the show. And um, she took on the burden. She took on all the, um, you know, the back end of his business um, and was... She was a firecracker. Yeah. I mean, just you got in her way, she bulldozed you over. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, so she was an extrovert then?
1: Very much so. Yeah, okay, Yeah. Cool. Yep. Okay. I'm, I'm personality wise a lot like my dad. Yeah. But I feel like I have the um, more of the drive and the um, grit that yeah. my mom kind of carried. I call
0: it the modality. Cause it's, uh, I, I, I recognize that in my parents as well. Mm -hmm. I'll share like some personality traits, but then there'll be like tendencies that I'll have. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're
1: saying. Yeah. So she was, um, you know, just a fighter all, you know, Mm -hmm. throughout my life, all my, um, friends just loved my mom. She was the life of the party, you know, she was the coolest mom on the block, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, she poured herself into that business Mm -hmm. and into us kids Mm -hmm. and um, she went down a path um, later in life after even after i left for college um, and really suffered with depression Mm -hmm. um, anxiety towards the end you know a lot of anxiety and i think she probably had a lot of anxiety before um and and uh just Kind of went into a tailspin when all of our kids, yeah. all of us. I have two other siblings left. I'm the oh, oldest wow. of three. Oh well. Wow. I have a younger sister that's four years younger than me, and my brother's six years younger than me. Okay. And when we all left, um, left the home, they actually sold their business within a year or two that wow. we all left. And my mom completely lost identity, purpose, wow. everything within a short period of time. Um, and the anxiety and depression every year, year after year, got worse. Um, she she was
0: plagued with that question of, like, what did she do all this for? Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, and um, uh, ended up getting, I would consider her probably an alcoholic towards the end. Um, and four years ago, committed suicide. Mm. So, I Really strongly believe that if she had a coach she had a support system a guide someone yeah. in her life at any point during that time mm-hmm. um you know i really think things would have been a lot different for her yeah. um
0: so hey baby mm-hmm. um if you do want to join in on the conversation there's an extra microphone in the other room if I you want to listen. okay cool yeah. that's fine did you tell her uh, so just text them to me and I'll read ahead. them out. Okay, cool. I, have I will.
1: So many questions for
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, so back into the conversation, everything it's, it sounds almost as if like you're, you're also wanting to provide this opportunity for other women to even realize that there is a journey mm-hmm. to be had. And it like now that like you're explaining it 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 is like hitting me in a way that it just sounds so tragic that that people will just pour themselves into something that they don't understand what they're pouring themselves into or why mm-hmm. they're pouring themselves into that and you want to you want to offer the opportunity to let them ask those questions and give those answers so that you know maybe they are on the right path maybe mm-hmm. but yep. then if they're not then they get to you know take an inventory of mm-hmm. themselves and, you know, recalibrate and assess and be like, you know, is this healthy for me or for my kids or for my, my, my family? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. That is, a uh, that is something that I've actually felt very personally for myself. Uh, even like starting this podcast and everything. I started this after I went on a mission trip to Sicily and I came back and I was like, I don't know why I'm doing any of the things that I'm doing right now and I need to find an outlet. I need to find some sort of avenue that is going to at least allow me to um just kind of open up about you know what I'm feeling in this journey that I'm on. And luckily this has been able to kind of, you know, give me that for a bit. Right. But so now you want to become a life coach and provide this opportunity and allow other women like yourself to step on this journey. What's going to be, I guess your approach to all of this, because, um, I mean, I say that pretty broadly, but at the same time, I, myself, like, I can't give the definition of a life coach. Mm-hmm. So who are you, I guess, as a life coach and how, what's your approach to all of this?
1: Honestly, um, because I'm really um, a baby life coach, I guess, if you want to yeah. call it. Um,
0: You're still kind of a life coach in training a little so bit. So
1: I'm life coaching myself. Okay. And I feel like over the last six to nine months, I've, I have created... Massive change in my own life mm. and um, there is skills that I, obviously I have built over the years. Um, I feel like there's three areas that I'm an expert in mm. um, marriage has drastically changed. Mm. I, I, I would consider Kyle and I to have a fairly stable marriage Mm -hmm. it's always been good it's he's always been someone I can count on and just my rock Mm -hmm. but we have I have myself reached new levels in our marriage um finance is another area that I feel Mm -hmm. very strong in as Mm -hmm. far as um handling debt Um, preparing for things, um, starting new businesses without creating a lot of debt um, and delayed gratification when it comes to uh, financial aspects um, and then career. And what kind of ties all those three together is just personal growth and mindset. Mm -hmm. So I take mindset and personal growth and dive into those three areas. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of is where I'm comfortable where I like to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, what the future holds for me, I love one. I would love to start in the one-on-one mm-hmm. field um, because that's what I know. And yeah. that's what I've you know, encountered. I've done a little bit of group stuff, but I'm taking it day by day, week by week, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm waiting, listening and paying attention to what God or the universe or what happens around me. And yeah. I'm running with what that is week by week. Okay. So uh, I don't know if I know what the future looks like other than, um, I know I'm trying to find the women and impact as many as I can
0: yeah.
1: over a period of time. Okay. So I, I I have hopes to maybe incorporate the farm some some way and the yeah. animals because they're so much of a um just a they just fill me up so yeah. much every day that Maybe there's some kind of experience that we might do at the farm down the road, but.
0: Me and Laura have talked about this several times, and she actually wants to start like a, a, a ranch ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, and literally just simply from knowing Laura, I've only discovered this entire field of just what working with horses is. hmm And there's a lot of, like, spiritual connection that kind of happens in that area and stuff. And, like, I myself have even thought about, you know, the oldest sort of, uh, I guess, I don't want to call it a trade or a job, but, like, kind of the oldest way of life that it has ever been is farming. Agriculture, Mm -hmm. and 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 I've always like I thought to myself, what would it be like to to create some sort of farm or place where people can kind of go all the way back to just the roots Mm -hmm. of life and have some sort of you know uh, time to to again ask. The, mm-hmm. the questions that right. challenge them, but then to connect with, with creation and mm-hmm. to find out like what their original design is. Yeah. I think that's really nifty. Um, yep. some questions that I do want to ask that Laura's texted me. <laughs> um, Laura wants to know what are some examples of deep change that you have endured through life coaching?
1: I would say, um, Honestly, the biggest change for me is just figuring out why I'm here and what I'm doing, um, and how much my story can relates to so many women, and how just su- subtle, simple shifts that you do every day, or or maybe it's a shift or two a week over a period of time is just so impactful Mm -hmm. and even though my life in general in the last year hasn't changed from the outside you know i I still work in the service business we still manage rental property Mm -hmm. you know we're still shuffling kids every which way um my life has changed dramatically from the inside and that and that is all in my mind And my perspective and my lenses that I look at things through, they're just... And they weren't like radical changes that happened overnight. They were just little shifts. And honestly, my goal every week, because I meet with my coach every week on a call, and it's just to have a little bit, even a half a degree shift from the week before. So if I can do that, I know in a year or two just how things are just going to be... Completely different for me.
0: Wow. So. It's a, it's like... Uh, it's literally just baby steps.
1: hmm
0: Okay. Yep. Cool. Um, another question that she has is... You mentioned on social media how your life coaching helped you see your marriage in a different light. What ways has it changed your parenting?
1: Um, it has caused me to slow down and pay attention, honestly. Because... I like a kind of we've discussed that I was just racing for that destination, and mm. you know what? You guys are gonna benefit from this one day. Hang on,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Hang on, because Mama's working, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but at the back side of my mind. I'm like, what am I missing? What am I, what Mm. am I, they're going to be gone soon. You know, fighting this, Oh, work hard, but Oh, they're going to be gone. Oh, get to work, but Oh, they're home. And I want to be there. So it was this battle. So it was just, you know, for them, I always wanted to be the example I want. They don't necessarily need to listen to me, but I, but go ahead and just watch me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but now I want to be there. And even if it's, You know, just 10 minutes one-on-one with each of them every day. Mm. Like I said, just little shifts every day. It doesn't have to be that I'm there when they get off the bus and that I'm, you know, have dinner ready for them every night or, you know, have this Susie Homemaker stay-at-home mom thing going on. Because I used to be home with them all the time. But it's the checking in with them for five minutes, laying with them before they go to bed, asking them questions, you know, just connecting with them, even if it's for a few minutes every single day. And before I was letting that slip away. Hmm. So,
0: so, uh, Laura also has, and I'll make this kind of a two-part question here, but would you say life coaching is sort of like discipleship and also has it done anything in particular for your faith?
1: Um, it has opened my mind mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, I've I grew up in a Catholic system mm-hmm. and felt that everything was kind of shoved on me, I didn't understand half of it. Mm-hmm. There was all these traditions that you know you just kind of went through the motions every single day, and um. I would get in trouble at church in grade school because we, the girls would start laughing and you that uncontrollable laugh that you can't stop, you know? And, yeah. um, you know, it kind of became just kind of a thing that we needed to do and keep up for my grandmother, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and that evolved and changed, um, after college. And I got to know that it really wasn't about kneeling at a certain song or, right. you know, all the tradition that was out there. Um, And I've read a couple books that they don't necessarily talk about God, but they talk about the universe and say, you can interject any word you want in to use for the universe in these books. But I mean, it's very clear that it's God, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know? So I, I feel like it's opened my mind a little bit more and kind of, broken some of those limiting beliefs that Mm -hmm. I had when it came to spirit and God and my path and really just becoming true to me Mm. and just being that every day and not worrying about what people think and just going on to what, um, and honestly just, slowing down whether it's meditation or prayer or whatever it looks like for you or anyone that I work with it's just paying attention because God is going to talk to you is going to guide you and is going to encourage you where I think before I was waiting for this like aha moment yeah that never happened because yeah. I was too busy. Yeah. So I wasn't ever going to listen to it or pay attention because I was just trying to get to the point where I could go to bed at night and start over and do it all over again. Yeah. So um, just being aware has yeah. been a huge shift in that.
0: Nice. So. Well, that's really cool. I think, you know, again, like what you're doing is really interesting and like being like taking a step into that journey and at the same time, like deciding i'm also going to help people take a step into this exact same journey that i'm on is kind of you know uh, that's kind of a one in a million person right there i think that's really interesting what you're doing so for diving into you know future plans and everything like that if people want to reach out to you and you know they want to talk to you about you know sitting down with you and having some of these questions and stuff how can people get in touch with you and you know? get get some time with you
1: yeah i'm on instagram and mm-hmm. honestly i don't even know my instagram handle <laughs> grace hill i just kind of shifted it a little bit this week but um
0: so building social media yeah. in the meantime and yeah
1: instagram grace hill coaching
0: okay.
1: and then i'm on facebook too under grace hill coaching too
0: cool so. are you going to be kind of doing any sort of particular like is it going to be? You know, you said earlier you want people to come out to the farm stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be kind of doing some one-on-one, face-to-face, like in a on a couch maybe? Type I, setting, I know.
1: I think if 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 I do farm things, it'll probably be kind of a group, mm-hmm. um, and I'll be more hands-on. Um, I, I don't even know really yeah. the details of it. Um, my one-to-one will be um, strictly Zoom yeah. on, um, as far as right now. Um, And may stay that way, honestly, because, um, I hope Kyle and I have lots of plans to travel and do a lot of things and I want to be able to serve
0: because you're still answering those questions too. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. I want to be able to serve my community or, um, my clients no matter where I'm at. So, um, I, I anticipated it staying pretty, you know, technologically, Right. you know, connected in that way. And then I support my clients by text through the week yeah. as well. So That's yeah. Cool. And they, and they get homework after our sessions and things that they work on until the next week. And nice. you know, that sort of thing too. Cool. So,
0: well, Jessica, uh, I think you want to say something, Ben? <laughs> All right. I'm going to, I'm going to switch chairs with the wife. I was going
2: to sit on your lap or just, um, <laughs> Okay, so going back to when he asked you about the first question, the transformation question, and how you were like... Um, mainly, it's been on the outside, so or it's not been on the outside, so not much has changed. But I, I'm i not super close with you, but I'm relatively close because you're friends with Drew's mom, and we see each other a lot. Yeah. And then sometimes I come to your farm and like play with your horses and stuff. But um, I would say when this journey started in your life, I immediately noticed, like, your heart has blossomed, and, like, I can tell there's so much more openness and, like, love coming from your life, and so I just, like, maybe not everyone notices that. I'm weird, and I'm very, like, I pay attention to stuff like that, and I've received blessing from your transformation, and I'm not even being, like, coached by you, so...
1: Oh, good. Just,
2: yeah, like whatever is happening in your mind and in your heart and in your, at the farm, like it's reaching people you don't realize. And like, I see it. So I know that maybe the main like pillars of your life haven't changed, but so much is changing in your heart and in your mind. And I'm like benefiting the blessing of that. Just you don't realize like how much has happened in my life because of what's happening in yours. And I'm so blessed by it. Like Pirelli, that was such a huge blessing. And I'm just like on the computer all the time, like <laughs> watching the videos for, for the listeners Prelly's is a horsemanship training method. But also, um, your social media, I share with so many people. I'm Aww. like, read this. And like, I was just talking with my friend Taryn who just got married like around the same time drew and I did. And the one where you said, like, you must accept that it's not your responsibility to change others. And you're talking about marriage. I sent that to her and she was like, I literally needed that. And I was like, so did I. <laughs> so your Instagram page is awesome. And I no. encourage listeners to follow it because so much is happening just through your life. It's not, it's not just your social media and, like, all the stuff you're doing. It's like so much is coming from like your heartbeat, if that makes sense. So
1: yeah, it's very encouraging. I really, really appreciate You don't understand how much that <laughs> means to me because especially now as I'm in the beginning stages of mm. growing this, um, you know, there's not a ton of followers or a lot yeah. of people out there giving me feedback. So, um, yeah, it and that's okay mm-hmm. and that's my journey that I'm going on and you know working through but um, you know, my coach and I talk about evidence all the time mm. about, she's like, there's stalkers out there. They never say anything. They never mm-hmm. like anything, but they're there and they hear it. <laughs> so, um, you know, I am trying to come from a place of, of honestly, just speaking from my heart and mm-hmm. listening to what's on my mind that day and sharing that. Yeah. Um, and I, my biggest desire is to be genuine and to just speak to women that aren't either. I mean, I'm still in that boat. Mm-hmm. I still try to change. My <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it's a fight every day. Um, but I tell you, I've had more good days than bad days, yeah. especially recently, you know? So it's coming. Yeah. It's just these little, Shifts okay. I'm not gonna say that this time, yeah, <laughs> you know, yes, um, and understand that I'm taking responsibility for myself mm-hmm. in every area of my life, yeah. So, um, you know, I really, I mean, that yeah. just means so much of to course. me, <laughs> yeah, I know.
2: And I feel like Drew might kind of be in the same boat because with his podcast, like, it takes a long time for a following to build up, and like, he's still not where he wants to be, but like. He just kind of does it from his passion and his heart, and he just loves doing it and There are like stalker listeners that pop up that are like, "Oh, I love this," and you're like, "Whoa, I didn't even know you listened yeah. to it, you know, yeah. so it's cool, but yeah, like the just what you said on Instagram about like not changing your husband like and i and I you mentioned before, um, you talked about your mom right." Mm-hmm. You would think cuz I have a similar situation, you would think we should know that lesson by now, mm-hmm. like you can't change someone and it's not your responsibility to change someone. Like we've had it the roughest oh, yeah. in mm-hmm. most cases, but we still are like, well, your job is to make me happy, so you need to <laughs> like be better. But like I literally just walked in the door and I saw his dinner plate and I was like, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. <laughs> but seriously, it because you said that, I feel like the past two days, I've had so much more peace because I'm just like, I'm like, I just need to focus on serving him and making him happy and not vice versa yeah. and what I want him to do. So yep. it's changing and serving homes. yourself, right? Yes. And
1: making sure you're full. Yeah. Cause you, if you can't give out to anyone else, if you're not full. Yeah. So that's very that's, true. And you know, Uh, And I don't know, it was a post, I don't know if it was yesterday or not, but one of the most impactful things my coach said is, um, it's not your job to handle it all. It's not your job to fix it all. It's you know, mm-hmm. let everyone else it's not that's not your job. So back out, let, every, let anyone else come in and do their job. Yeah, whether it's at home, it's not my job to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. I don't like dishes in the sink. so I when I want to do them and clean them up, I will do that. Mm-hmm. But if I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. and someone else might want to do it that time. Mm-hmm. And they'll do it if they want to do it. Yeah. And I'm going to do it when I want to do it. Because <laughs> I want a clean kitchen.
2: <laughs> so do I. What is it? You know, like, clean so, kitchen, clean home, or what yeah. is it? Yeah. I don't remember. It's like, the kitchen is the heart of the home. Like, mm-hmm. if the kitchen's clean, the rest of the house is right. clean. But I right. don't know. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like I was going to say one more thing, and... I always do this every podcast. <laughs> I'm always the one that does this. That's all right. I'm, I'm always like, I don't remember. But, um, yeah, babe, you want to wrap it up? Sure. Cool. <laughs> Maybe I forgot. Thanks, on, Laura. For a reason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, cool. Well, uh, one more time for your Instagram handle. What is it? It's Grace
1: Hill Coaching.
0: Grace Hill Coaching. Yep. Cool. Well, uh, obviously, I think we all just had a really fruitful conversation. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Uh, Guys, thank you for listening. Um, Obviously, if you want to reach out to Jessica, um, you know where to find her. And, uh, yeah, thank you again for being on the show. And, guys, I hope you uh, all enjoyed this. I know that I learned something, and I'm I'm blessed with this conversation. I hope you guys are. So we will see you all later. Yay!